You are listening to High School 510, where sports is the brain, comedy is the pilot, and the sweet Jeeva is our jet fuel. Please sit back and enjoy the ride. Yeah, exactly, Jerry. I got to give the creativity to the white dude who called us all today online, cotton pickers. I, get, I hadn't heard that term in a long time in this time of racism, and so I had to give some credit. And I wanted to acknowledge, you know what? My parents did apparently pick cotton. They got paid for it, though. They didn't do it as slaves. Of course, it was only three cents a pound when they got paid, they did it. My dad claims he picked 35 pounds in one day. Fucking lying ass. Ain't no way he picked 35 pounds. That nigga made a dollar and 15 cents. If my dad dad picked 35 pounds of cotton, I guaranteed he had those lead weights that was in those fish in in his cotton. You know how much cotton is 35 pounds of cotton, Jerry? That lying ass motherfucker. Even if he left all the seeds in it, it wouldn't have had. You should have asked him. You should have tested him. What what, what weighs more, a pound of cotton or a pound of bullshit? Exactly. He must have shit in the bottom of that bag. That's the only way that shit weighs 35 pounds. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and on the Twitter. Also, check out our new TikTok page. We only got two account warnings. I haven't got one over the last two weeks. So, wow. we got those first wow. two right out of the way. And now, I think wait, we're wait, 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 a wait. good Twitter niche. TikTok. 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 Oh, say, oh, I can do whatever I want on Twitter now. I can drop N words and do all kinds of wild shit. I'm surprised you can't watch boxing matches. I mean, I watched that whole weak ass fight. He was so hype about it, too. <laughs> Dude, I was just like, I want to see if my boy Anderson Silva, God love for Anderson Silva, could, could sock this fool up. And he he did a little bit, but he didn't do enough. He looked like he was 47 years old out there trying to fight a 25 year old. Basically, if he if Jake Paul would have fought Anderson Silva five years earlier, Anderson Silva would have fucking would have been all bad. <laughs> yeah, it's just like <laughs> you're getting a guy who's almost fifty right now. That's like not a anyway, good thing. We'll, we'll talk about it later because I want to talk about Anderson Silva's plans for his for his next fight. Oh, we'll, we'll figure out what his next fight is going to be. No, he said he wants to fight Roy Jones Jr. Oh, he needs some milk. Yeah, no, he said like he like oh they were asking about oh, is this your last boxing match? He's like no. Nah. After I whip up Jake Paul, my dream has always been to fight Roy Jones Jr. And I was like, I had to immediately Google Roy Jones Jr. age. He's 53. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to watch it, but I'm not going to feel good about it. They got all this entertainment. Last time I saw Roy Jr. fight, the last two times I saw him fight, not including the Tyson one, one of them, he got knocked out the ring, and the other one, he was he couldn't even turn himself over after the fight. He was yelling, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. He couldn't turn himself over. They were turning him over and he yelling, I'm good. They were turning him over on his back. You remember that one, Jared? The Roy Jones mm-hmm. Jr. I'm good. I'm good. You can also check out our Patreon page right. at patreon.com backslash high score five one oh. And we are here with uh this is AG3. Sitting over here looking at Maria Taylor having a change of mind about tall women. Police brutality has its place. Yeah, <laughs> no, police brutality, I mean, has its goddamn place. <laughs> like that cat that carjacked and then shot at the police. Oh, I, if you, no, I no, catch you oh, in no, my no. car. Are you supposed Shit. to kick his ass? <laughs> 
you kick his ass. I mean, what you supposed to do when somebody carjack you and then shoot at you? Dis Discussing? I'm kicking your ass. I agree. And we are here with everybody's favorite truck driver, Captain P. Funk. Uh, let me borrow twenty dollars. You need to borrow twenty dollars. Let me get twenty down. Let me hold twenty down. Can a nigga borrow a French fry? And we are here with. Hey, what's going on? This is Brandon, aka Taco Pablo Junior. Um, yeah, happy to be here. I'm really happy not to be a Raiders fan this week, though, man. I saw the score and I was like, "Who are they losing to?" <laughs> and I went on Twitter uh, and I saw one of the, one of these classic Derek Carr interceptions and throwing it into quadruple coverage <laughs> and then being surprised that it got picked up. Derek Carr, man. Oh, yeah, Derek Carr. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. You want to crown them, crown their ass. Well, here's somebody, Brandon. Would you rather have free strippers for life or a free pizza for life? Man, no one's turning down free pizza for life. <laughs> <laughs> we got to eat in these streets. <laughs> I like, I like his laugh. <laughs> so, uh, question exactly. of the day, would you guys rather have free pizza or free strippers for the rest of your life? Free strippers. I I'm a diabetic, so I'm going to say free pizza. Now, I will say free pizza as long as it's not from Little Caesars. Uh, all I'm getting is a dick burn from the strippers? <laughs> no, can I? Okay, so if I can get, uh, what did Aaron say last week? Adult, female... I can get some breast milk from the stripper. <laughs> Adult breastfeeding. Adult breastfeeding. So if I get ABF from the strippers, I'll take the free strippers. It's 100% Cambodian, yeah. It's the real shit. Breast milk. You made my day. Well, they something just something about that milk and glitter. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I think the bar for for stripping is 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 very low at this point. <laughs> I think you not know you don't know what you signed up for. <laughs> you don't know what you signed up for. Which strip club they talking about? There's a big difference. Huh? Hey, Hell, doing you know, that I was okay. Time. You know, I was I was okay at that one strip club I went to. Although the girls were skinnier than uh, every dude that I knew, except for this one missing girl, and she didn't want to. She didn't want to give me a table dance. I was like, can a nigga get a table dance, please? Get a table dance. My wife even asked her. It's like, can you give my nigga a table dance, please? Even when pizza is bad, it's still kind of good. Ain't the same way. Ain't that, ain't the same way. <laughs> but I wanted a table dance. It was a thing. She was pretty, and I'm like, oh, cool. This is what I like. She got thighs. Can a nigga get a table dance? <laughs> I was like, I felt bad because they was too small. Both of them were too small. And I was like, I felt like a huge nigga in there. I think that big one right there, y'all playing around with me. Man, I'm thirsty. <laughs> Might as well have some of this booty sweat I got back in Danang. Think I'm lying? You can ask my old lady and her best friend right now. <laughs> she would not, we cannot get her to come give me a table. Pedro's in it for the table dances, y'all. So uh, if you guys ever wanted to send something. That was my first experience. So I was like, okay, you know, okay. I thought I'd get my pick of women. I didn't know how to act in there. He uh, started holding up food stamps like, hey, man, I know you need this. <laughs> and my name is Jared, a.k.a. DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart. 
thank you, God, for humbling me and letting me know how it really felt. Because how could the richest black man ever be humbled other than to be made to not be a billionaire in front of everyone off of one comment? That actually, if you look at the definition of DEFCON, it means to get extra defense, which obviously I must have needed. Yeah. You I must ready. have needed that extra defense. Are you worried you ruined your legacy, honey? How? How? Well, stop. I'm, I'm, um, I'm not worried. I'm just not worried. Period. God is alive. God runs the world. You know, God even runs Hollywood. God is alive, and He's using me right now. He chose me for such a time like this to be, to basically for the, for the media to put their knee on my neck for Adidas to put their knee on my neck. All I ever wanted at Adidas, I left Nike because Nike wouldn't give me a percentage for my shoes when I had the Red October. And my girlfriend at the time was pregnant and I needed to get some money because if I was the kid that just had the red shoes, I could have never been a black man wearing a red hat. When the, when the, like Nike would have shut me down immediately, right? But because Adidas was a German company, it gave me a little bit more room to be I able can't to be a part of today's podcast, y'all. And sorry. actually have a political opinion. That has to be some sort of deep fake interview, man. I don't think that's me. <laughs> I, I want to be I don't, think, <laughs> I don't yeah. think he touched on. Oh yeah, no, no, no. You know, yeah, my, my biggest issue that. is the people who are like, yeah, yeah, that did happen. That did, yeah. Uh-huh. Amen. Oh, hit, 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 him, with, hit, hit all those yes, man. Brandon. Brandon, I need you to hear with the disclaimer, please. <laughs> Darius is not here for this part of the show. He's <laughs> <laughs> Darius is not condemned or condoned. Any <laughs> that is express written or express verbally on this podcast. I would rather you not even say my name. Just say what you need to say. <laughs> what the hell is this? We're here with oh Rayon God. Ski so, Lee. So yeah, uh when keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> My girl was pregnant at the time, you know, so I had to job at the car wash. Y'all didn't know it. See, I had a couple of albums out, but my girl was pregnant and I needed some money. So I went over there and I was giving this lasagna a massage. I was massaging some lasagna and getting it ready, you know. But y'all didn't know that. I also hurt my arm when I was in one of the, when I was in the recording in the studio. And that had a lot to do with it too. Pony don't even exist no more as a shoe company. But, you know, I used to have kangaroos when I was young. People. Please wear your seatbelts during car accidents. You will be like Kanye West. Yeah, I want to see what his brain looking like. Like, how bad was that car? Did the car roll over? Did he take it like several hits? I mean, it's a bad hit. He said he looked like Tom Cruise from Vanilla Sky. So that's 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 an indication of how bad it was. Got a jaw replacement, but he really got a Jew replacement. That was not who you guys thought it was that said that. That was Rayon. That was Rayon. Rayon. Yeah, again, my name is Rayon Lee. <laughs> so sad. Oh man. Anyways, well, uh, yeah. So Kanye West had that to say about him being humbled, and he's he's now doing an apology tour, and he's saying he's recentered. It's been proven, you know, the, the world is is teaching him to some degree. Now he knows what it's like to have a knee on his neck. By multiple companies. Well, I told y'all last week, man, it was def- there's definitely a machine at work to cancel Kanye, but he just kept putting gasoline in that motherfucker. Like, he was just like, <laughs> he was like oh, that's not enough? Let me say and this he forgot, Brandon, He turned on the machine himself. Don't you get it? He's messing with our heads. 
That's what all that playing God stuff was about. He's trying to get us to act good, save the movie. He ain't playing God. He's being judged by him. Here's what's scary, because all the publicity he's getting, he might stay relevant with all this goofy talk. If it's going to bring him extra cash or is he going to go Alex Jones route, lose one network or whatever racist uh, networks out there can spew his foolishness on. I don't even think Fox Fox News condemning him. They like shit. We only hate niggas and Mexicans. Fox, Fox News blamed a home invasion and a violent act, act against a uh, elderly person and Nancy Pelosi's husband. <laughs> to blame the Democrats because they're too soft on crime and this is what happens and that's what they get. That's what Fox News said. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. An old man got beat with a hammer and y'all be like, see, hey, this is what y'all get. This is what you I, get. <laughs> I forgot about that. Who was the dude? Did they catch the guy to beat him with a hammer? Yeah, they arrested him. What's, what's his name? I don't know the guy's name. I can look it up. Get but... his name because he's getting a package. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 arrested a dude with a hammer, which is dude not the saying hammer. they got the dude. It's wild, like it's wild how many people got fired this week too, though, right? Because like Kanye had a bunch of people working for him on the CZ stuff. A lot of people at school, all these teachers, all these kids going to school. All of a sudden, they say, "Hey, we closing the school." <laughs> so all these kids yeah. who were trying to get credits or whatever, trying to play basketball, are right, y'all gotta find somewhere to go now. Everybody who's working on his shoes, like we might not have a job now, even though they work for Adidas, like their job was to work on this thing. So they all lose jobs. Yeah, I don't think he's realizing that like with like with his reckless. great like power and like his positioning and the things that he was doing, that was actually like really kind of like dope in many ways. He was trying to create new avenues and and do it as kind of his way. But like there's people that like, yeah, people you're, you're, you're worth this money because you have a lot of people behind you and a lot of people also end up becoming dependent on on you and you're you're fucking basically making yourself toxic yeah hell of people are probably gonna lose jobs and then in the no, coming well, months i feel bad for them though. that's why people the people who try to cancel kanye it would have been more i guess empathetic to try to get him to leave easy like or just like step down himself rather than being like all right we're just gonna cut off all your funding immediately just because there is machine there are people's jobs and livelihoods that like that are attached to all this but yeah man that's why but that's what happens when you fuck around and find out <laughs> <laughs> In news this week, in news, Elon Musk finalized his purchase of Twitter and walked in the building with the kitchen sink. Everything in the kitchen sink or something like that, I guess, is the same. He immediately fired the CEO, the CFO, and the legal team, or somebody in charge of legal. And it hasn't taken long for Twitter to go crazy. Somebody tweeted a picture of Hitler, and he said... He would have tweeted nigger today. <laughs> Another tweet. He's watching all of us say nigger from heaven. Is a retweet of that. <laughs> Adolf would have said something about you. They, they, really, exactly. they, really, they really missed the boat here. F N-words and F the, the Jews is what it says here on this meme. And this is one who just somebody just wrote a verse of all N-words. <laughs> I'm disappointed in that dude because he used all his um he wasted character space with commas and spaces. Yeah, he could have got at least two more niggas in there. He could have gotten in at least two more rows of N-word if he didn't wait that. Okay, then maybe this is what y'all need now. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'd rather they do it here than in politics. Right. Yeah, so Elon Musk uh, bought Twitter and made some sweeping changes to make it more of a free speech platform. What do you guys think about Elon Musk's changes 
and some of the stuff going on on Twitter. He also retweeted a conspiracy theory opinion piece saying that the Pelosi's knew their attacker and there was uh, potentially well, he just he retweeted the, the conspiracy theory that Paul Pelosi and knew the attacker. Maybe it was a gay lover of his or some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> what? Elon Musk. Tweeted. Why you remember that part? Why you remember that I don't part? know. I don't know. I, I was, it's hearsay of what the article was about. I didn't read the article myself, so I can't tell you. But what people have said about it is that it. I don't read that shit either. <laughs> Should I read it? I already go to some dirty depths of the internet. Should I be reading that stuff, Brandon? Really? <laughs> Just saying, bring it up on the show. He's like, it's alleged they knew the attacker. He might have been having sex with him, but it's all alleged. I like exactly. What do you guys? What do you guys think about the new Twitter with Elon Musk? Actually, I think I have to join it now. I love <laughs> looking at pure hate. It just gives it does something. Yeah, I, I'm looking at I'm looking at Sean King to speak about exactly what we said would happen. This is all over Elon Musk's Twitter right now. This is exactly what I want. I want to see this. I want to see, I want y'all write y'all name on it. Love it. Pour it on. I want to see how many people hate Negroes. So y'all Negroes will finally wake up and stop looking for a hug from white folks. <laughs> uh, this tweet says, attention, everyone. I must have your attention. <clears throat> Niggers, thank you and have a good day. It's <laughs> like, Jesus. They never stopped it on Call of Duty, so. Someone tweeted out yesterday. Uh, I got called a nigga three times yesterday. I know Call of Duty must be out. The new Call of Duty must be out. <laughs> I've been playing without the party chat, but I'm in mute. But every now and then, someone's in the lobby late, so they're unmuted. And just today, I had my first hitting. Shut up, cotton pickers. <laughs> it's Call of Duty season. <laughs> the soft-willed people can't play Call of Duty if they black, can they? We could. You just can't play with the sound, though. <laughs> I can't play with everybody before each round. There's not really even a reason to, you know, communicate with people, especially in multiplayer modes, because it's not that much, not that much strategy that needs to go into it. And, and the funny thing, the mode I was playing on has like most of the people you're fighting is bots. Who the hell are yelling at? Dude, we fighting the computer players, right? You'll spend a lot I of your time reporting people to to PlayStation. I would never. I love killing haters. Well, Elon Musk, good job. Keep these good times rolling. And Pedro, black person and Jewish person, take that on a Tesla to drive it through his front door. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro, let's get you on uh, that Twitter, Captain P Funk, y'all. Keep an eye out for Captain P Funk Captain on Twitter. Will join a Twitter. I have been delivered now. I am delivered. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if every black person, Jewish person, drive through Elon Musk's uh, they Tesla that on the Tesla through his door. We'll see <laughs> if he, he texts out or tweet out that, that that was his gay lover. It'll be, it'll be. <laughs> Don't worry, the battery will run out by the time they hit the door. In other news, Brittany Griner lost her appeal. And she will have to serve out her nine-year sentence unless something changes the next nine years in a penal colony in Russia. What do you guys think about that? They got BG in the gulag. That's messed up, man. I can't make a joke out of this. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What do you want folks to say? What do we think? This is this is fucked up. We haven't talked about it for the reason because it's it's hard. Out there with with drugs and with the fake family. We talked about this shit, and you know what? It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be depressing. It's gonna be a lot of things. Remember, I said they can't trade her for who Russia wants. 
get from the U.S. They can't trade her for that person. We're talking about one life versus a guy who's killed thousands. We can't, we cannot trade her versus for that person. Mm-hmm. Did, but did he directly kill people or are you just? Yes. Merchant of death. Who is an arms dealer? He's an arms, arms dealer. He's a terrorist. He's everything. Has, has anybody followed up on Dennis Rodman's trip to <laughs> Russia? He's on surreal life now. He's he so back in rehab, man. Life. He went back to rehab. <laughs> <laughs> He's in surreal life. He in rehab. He's on a, he's on a new episode. So real, real life. life is his rehab. Like, oh, man. That's his rehab. He just sat there. Nobody wanted to room with him because he did because he, he talked about how he doesn't wear. He sleeps nude and doesn't wear underwear. So I heard he was walking around the the, the facility or whatever naked. He probably was. I didn't watch the shit. I was reading. We'll have to get an update if somebody wants to look that up to see if Dennis ever made his trip. You know, we need to watch it because it's Dennis Rodman, August Alcina's on it. I mean, it's like a crew. I'll be honest. I'm like, and then there's like one person that don't fit. Kelly Clarkson, <laughs> Frankie, Frankie, uh, the guy from Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, Frankie Muniz. Oh, he, I heard he went crazy though. He went wild. You think they can make a version of Surreal Life from Russian Jail with Brittany Griner? <laughs> Black is the new green. Yeah. But I, I will, I will, I will say that uh, as people get outraged by dumb things so much that when something actually that is egregious happens, like you don't have the language for it anymore. Like because I remember the like whole Shikari Richardson thing, and people went off of that for weeks, like saying, "Oh, this is crazy. This is a tragedy." And like that wasn't a tragedy because she knew the rules mm-hmm. and she broke the rules. This is generally a tragedy. I've heard like being political pop because other people have been popped for vape pens in Russia and they serve like a couple months or they just get deported. You got to know the temperature of the room. She got to know that that nobody's happy. Russia just invaded Ukraine. They already told the WNBA players to leave. And apparently she was. That's the time when you just drop everything. You leave empty handed. Nothing but an ID in your hand and a couple of rubles. That's the thing with the this younger generation, they don't pay attention what's around. No, she didn't pay attention. She didn't. They don't. Un- they don't understand this. This is not a game. This is not a game. This is not okay. Well, I'm, I'm involved where in a, a community where people love me. Hey, I'm loved in Russia. She didn't understand. Pretty great at thirty two. I'm, I'm, yeah, but she's got a young mind. She she's done a thirty two. But Brandon, come on, man, she's been. Around. She's done a lot but of she, she's been. She's she been around the Yeah, she done beat it's her. It's not right. her first time in handcuffs, Brandon. But she's been playing in Russia for so long. Like she's been she right. I'm I'm pretty sure she's probably traveled with the vape pen before. No, no, Brandon, you're you're right. This is he remember the, the Russian oligarch to own the team. He's up there with Putin and all them. He, so she was thinking, she was under the understanding that she was being gonna be protected no matter what. She didn't have no problems. She's so loved in Russia. She has a lot of fans in Russia, but she wasn't paying attention. <laughs> This is about to be a war. I agree with what? you, but I don't dispute you saying she got a lot of fans in Russia. In Russia, a lot of fans. If she had a lot of fans in Russia, they would be outside the courthouse, be like, "Let's go." No, no, they can't protest. Can't protest. Protest in in Russia. They well, shoot she gonna you be on site. Have new friends in the gulag. They'll shoot you in Russia on site out there with a picky talking about free Britney Griner. He's like, free a nigga. It's like, oh, would you like to meet her? Okay, for sure. We can set we that can, up. We can set that up. It could be a, a lasting meeting, too. <laughs> she, should do. she should sign autographs. You know what? Yeah, sign autographs to make money for the state and then pay off her debt. Be like, if I sign enough autographs, can I shorten my sentence by, you know, some years, please? It, it does suck. You know, I'm just trying to remember... Um, 
Uh, remember Leangelo Ball and one of his teammates at UCLA stole some shit in China. They got arrested, and then it was a big deal because they're like, man, they might they might take them to task, and they don't play with some of their laws uh, stealing out there. Mm-hmm. And then you know they they basically drop all the charges because I'm sure yeah, a big that's, ball back, of that's, back, that's back when we, we had a real president, Mr. Trump. I was gonna say your boy Trump did that. Like, I'm looking into this. I'm looking into this. He didn't want to say it. I'm like, Jared, you, know, you realize this argument don't support the rest of your talk. I, I was like, I was waiting to see where you go with this one. <laughs> Yeah, so we had a real president. I, I I think it was I think it was uh Big Daddy Ball went back down there and said I'm gonna give Big y'all I'm gonna give y'all the exclusive there. rights to produce Big Baller brand shoes. We gonna sell five hundred dollars a piece. They already, they already were it's already produced in China, Jared. That and the damn Soldier Boy gaming system. That ain't, you ain't gotta make no deal for that. We're gonna uh, do a quick football rundown, and you got one sentence to say. Your thoughts. Let's start with the AFC North. Baltimore Ravens. Run, nigga, run. <laughs> Athletic frauds. They've had, they have the lead in every game. We have the lead in every game. Give it up. It's bad coach. Bad. They got, they got. Team bad. Hey, no, well coached. Coaching. No, that's well, well They're a well coached. Bad decisions. <laughs> that, that's that just, you didn't let me finish. Well coached. Bad decisions. All right. Brandon Adarius, anything? Pay Lamar Jackson. Their defense can carry them until they blow a big lead. Okay, the uh, Cleveland Browns. Desperate for attention. So when does Deshaun Watson parole in? <laughs> How many masseuses are on their staff this year? <laughs> we need to find a def- defense coordinator. Defensive coordinator, go. LeBron James's new favorite football team. <laughs> <laughs> says a lot about him. Nick Chubb is the strongest Negro on earth. It's, it's Mark Henry. <laughs> Never. Nick Chubb is the Mark Henry of the entire greater Cleveland uh, metropolitan area. He is the A. John Henry. All right, uh, Steelers. Uh, Mike Thomas having his first losing season. Might as well get used to it now. They lost again today? God damn. Steelers be going through some things this year. Uh, Steelers, time time to upgrade your creativity. Get back to scouting good players. <laughs> if you can find uh, a piece of the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger's throwing arm and attach it, or just bring Ben Roethlisberger back, y'all might win. I take that. I take my last statement back. <laughs> I like to go with too many Negro leaders on that team. <laughs> Hey man. hey, man, that's Twitter talk, man. That's <laughs> cool. talk for Twitter. All right, well, this is taking entirely too long, so let's do one other. <laughs> the yeah, you, do one team. you should just pick one team and one. Yeah. Nah, I'll take too long. Too. Okay, okay. Yeah, right, just, right. just, no, just do the controversial teams. Just yeah. Do, yeah, just. AFC East. The Dolphins. Huh? What? What's today? What's today's date? President Obama. I just passed. I just passed the Dolphins concussion protocol test. <laughs> That's fucked up. That nigga, he still throwing up gang signs. <laughs> well, I'm just glad the Miami Dolphins have a more presentable black coach, somebody that we can actually see in the dark. Yeah. 
Damn, Pedro come with all this Twitter talk. Shit, <laughs> yeah, he coming through with all the new, the new Twitter talk. October 2020 Twitter talk. Oh shit. Hey man, cheat, cheetah man, cheetah, cheetah, cheetah. Oh yeah, cheetah, man. Gonna cheat right there in downtown Miami, man. I heard that not that not white guy. Uh, that's their new head coach. Um, was teaching his players uh, film study of uh, AI and other basketball players. That is one smart Negro, or not white guy. That must be the white part of him being that smart. <laughs> the, the, the black side said, hey man, there's something about this crossover and playing hoop that could be Titan football. <laughs> the black part said, man, hey man, you see how he wear that sleeve on his arm? Y'all need to get that. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, cheat him, man. Let's go to the AFC South. This one is a real tough one because honestly, no team on here. Let's just go with the team that's probably had the greatest expectations and is done dog shit. The Indianapolis Colts. Matt who? It's not Ryan. It's Ryan. That that was this old interview clip where someone called, they introduced him as Matt Ryan and he goes, it's not Ryan. It's Ryan. And he was serious. Everybody was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's going to be needed introduced to it so people know he's still on his team. <laughs> they benched him for a quarterback that can't throw. <laughs> still looks better. Isn't that That's how bad it is. Hey, all I got to say is for mine, Coach Frank, watch out. I heard they're looking at John Gruden. So you better watch out. You know what happens. Yeah, well, Ursay, uh, don't, oh, don't play. You piss him off one year, he's going to fire you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he been really pissed since he got caught with all the pills. He probably can't carry them around with him anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, Gruden would be perfect there because then he could just basically be like, hey, uh, we can talk about the Redskins, right? <laughs> Still calling them the Redskins. Um, all right. AFC West, the Oakland Raiders. Did you just call them Oakland? I mean, the Las Vegas Raiders. (laughs) Whatever. Thank God. Thank God. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, including winning, including your football play sheet. Derek Carr is who we thought he was. Dennis Green said it, and he meant it. Nah, I think uh, Derek Carr is killing like six different people's careers right now. <laughs> but he's killing Josh Jacobs' career, Darren Wall's career, Aaron Renfro's <laughs> career, and Devontae's career at the same time. You would think he would figure out a connection with one of them. All right, cool. This person's going to get six catches a game for 108 or something like that. But no. I'm going to get 2.94 fantasy points this week. (laughs) (laughs) Too many retread coaches. Keep coming with these. You're going to have to come fresh. I'm going to get you a Cliff Kingsbury, man. Bonus one, Russell Wilson in the Broncos. (laughs) (laughs) He he high need his way to a a win in uh, Denver. Yeah, go Broncos country. Oh, yeah. How many times up and down the aisles did he get before you slapped him in the face? No, 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 no. Y'all got it all wrong. He's, he's got Wolverine. With <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's go to the uh, NFC North. The Green Bay Packers. Trash. Hey, hey, they're trash. Aaron <laughs> you a silly ass. You're a dumbass. <laughs> Walk your ass to San Francisco now that they got all that talent. You, you stupid. Shout out to Aaron Rodgers. He's, I think he's the first, he's the first quarterback in a while I've seen just say, "Hey man, we need to bench some people around here." So he ain't taking this seriously. He ain't he's saying about himself too. He want to. He's, he's one of them. Yeah, he was like, he, like, send me damn picture tranquilizer on me. He's done. 
Aaron Rodgers is when when someone who's democratic is the same as Tulsi Gubbard or Gutter, whatever her name Gabbard. is. Gabbard. Gabbard. You know, he's the guy that went to he, he came from a liberal family, grew up in California, and just turned Republican overnight. Fuck him. <laughs> he's a bad human being, always was one. Uh, <laughs> uh shit, man. Don't get it started. Show Chico State, man. No, 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 no. Butte Bu- 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 County. College. Yeah, oh, yeah, Bu- Community College. And have you made any money off your ownership of the Bronco or off the uh, Packers? No, you can't make owner. You're not allowed to sell it. You can give it away as a gift. You can't sell it. <laughs> oh, so so does even. Oh, is it like a lap dance? Like you like. <laughs> no, free lap dance is a great thing for life. It's actually a little better than lap dance because once I get the lap dance, nobody even know I got it. You can't go out and tell people unless you're there. So basically, friend. what you are is a part owner to somebody who has the real stock, and they moving that shit all the time. And they giving it around and saying, yeah, this no. nigga Aaron, he a part of this too. No, the problem is they couldn't, everybody's stock is the same. You can't resell it. You only give it as a gift. And so everyone who has a stock, you do the same thing that I do. They they do it to raise money, but they haven't done it since that time I bought it. I'm hoping they never do it again. So, so you basically, it's basically donate it to the Packers. Yeah, you just donate money. You basically get to vote. You get to vote on some silly shit that I never vote on. You get to go there, walk around. You guys around, want this year's why, why team hoodies in Heather Gray or gold? <laughs> yeah, man, why don't you get that to your alma mater, man? You could have got get, one of those bear claws on the wall or something like that at the stadium. <laughs> man, fuck that, man. I gave them enough money to go to school there. Donate to the city of Oakland for one of those benches you can't lay down on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the NFC East. Uh, which team do y'all want to talk about? We know which one you want to talk about. No, I will leave it up there. The the undefeated Eagles are they for real? For real? Uh, It's it's the Eagles and the Bills in the Super Bowl, man. Yeah, I'm I'm the Eagles might do it. They're they're just looking good, man. man, They got they got they got two three hundred and fifty pound people in the middle. (laughs) You can't run up the middle on them. They're just stacked with talent. All the way around. They got speed and receivers on the outside. They got a quarterback that can run that's not silly. Jalen Hurts is like just hella solid, bro. Ain't yeah. Else. Yeah, he's not. He's, I watched him. I watched Jalen Hurts grow, so I, I, I'm happy with his. He was Jalen Hurts' babysitter? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you know, if I could even watch him play. Watch no, everybody. No, I did. Yeah, I did. I watched him from, from Alabama when he saucing it up. He thought he can get away with all them red locks in his head. I told him to cut his hair. <laughs> you telling me you told him to cut his hair and not? I not told him to cut his hair. Stop! I said, study the book. Stop the stop. Uh, study the with, book. Stop playing Call of Duty with Kyle Murray. <laughs> Great influence. That's the differences between winners and losers, right there. All right. The Eagles. Eagles look really good. Injuries aside, um, Matt Sirianni is an idiot, um, and it, it'll all fall apart after the season. So that's all I'm gonna say. That don't sound like a biased speech. Fuck the Eagles. All right, NFC South. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Guess it pays to not get married in California. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing to do with Tom Brady. It's all that Negro head coach. (laughs) (laughs) Boy. Hey, Joe, you could have been top bowls for Halloween, bro. (laughs) Maybe maybe I will be. (laughs) Just be like, I'm looking for my defense. Yeah. I, I like I like that uh, argument they had on the sideline. It was like I'm not with this no. I ain't tackling nobody. Get the f out my face. 
Shout out to Tom Brady. You are truly a leader that is ruining your team. Good job, buddy. Glad to see it. And I hope that AB wasn't the center of your divorce. Hey, man. Shout out to Tom Brady. Show them what accountability looks like. Seven Super Bowls. I, he can yell at whoever the fuck he wants to on Tyler. He, he, he can go yell at another team. He can go on the other side. Can I just say I'm team. here to watch <laughs> Tom Brady yell at his teammates on the sideline? Like That's how I know I want to tune into the to the Bucks game. Is he yelling at a sideline on the sideline yet? Okay, let's go. That's that's what I need. I need senile Tom Brady out there yelling at the office a lot. You gotta run, jump, jump, do something. Dude, he yelled at the center when he threw a bad pass. I can understand that. <laughs> when him and Mike Evans weren't on the same page, and he yelled at he, he went to the sideline, sat down, and then started yelling at the center. I didn't I could the center didn't he wasn't even pressured on that play. I couldn't understand why he yelled at the center. It's because he called the wrong snap count, the wrong cadence. All right, let's go. Uh, NFC West final. Finally, the NFC West, the Can division leading Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I, I'm gonna change my answer. I, I'm, I'm gonna answer for Arizona. Do okay. you think Kyler Murray got called more, got called a nigger more while playing Call of Duty or after blowing that game today? <laughs> <laughs> you punk bitch nigga. Ooh, I, I think it's Call of Duty. Call of Duty, yeah, definitely. The Warriors are currently three and four. When this episode comes out, it could change. But basically, the Warriors are under 500. They are struggling a little bit, guys. And Clay Thompson was ejected while he was getting cooked by Devin Booker. At a certain point in the argument and the altercation, Clay Thompson started talking about he got four rings. And then the Warriors started chirping out, they got four rings. Do you guys think this is a good look for the Warriors trying to roll call their credits? At the beginning of the season. They still celebrating. That wasn't that long ago. Like, I feel like the same thing's happened with Draymond, Clay. Like, I mean, you go off, you win the championship, you go through the summer, you chill it, you get celebrated. The first game, they give you a ring for whatever dumb reason that is. It's five games in, man. I think they're they are too veteran to think about like, oh, they're not thinking about, oh, this game means anything. They're like, oh, dude, it's a long season. We're here for the long run. Yeah, man, Clay's only playing like 20 minutes a game or less. It's a it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And it just came off a long, hard marathon. Clay came out and had this to say about comments made by Charles Barkley saying that he is not the same player anymore. Charles Barkley with the platform he has says you're not the same player prior to the injuries you had. It's like, no duh, man. Consecutive years, I... I Tore my ACL on my Achilles in consecutive years and still helped the team win a championship. I mean, they heard hearing that because it's like, man, I put in so much freaking effort to get back to this point. Like, it's hard to even put into words what I've had to do to be the player I am today. And it's like, played 57 games in three years. Like, give me some freaking time to get that back and just hear someone say, oh, he's not the same prior to the, as he was prior to the injury. He's like, duh. Like, who goes through something like that and comes back? I, I don't know. It just hurt my heart hearing that. But you know what? I'm going to internalize it, and it's going to be fuel for me to be even better. And I think I'm, I'm very proud of what we accomplished last year, and I feel like I was a huge part of it. You know, so I'm not going to hold it, let these injuries be a crush for me. I'm just going to keep going, and I'm going to have a great year. I, I bet on that. It sounded like he hurt. 
Sound like you heard his little heart. That reminded me of a movie, uh, Soldier Story, when your boy Adolf Caesar, black dude, said to Denzel Washington, the Nazis call you Swanson. What you gonna do? Go over there to Hitler and tell him he hurt your little heart? <laughs> like, like, come on, dude. Use it. I wish he would have used the fuel for the last the two games after that because he played like shit on my fantasy team when I'm losing the gym. <laughs> so obviously he wasn't fuel enough. Charles Barkley needs to say some more. I, I think he what he said is right. Yeah, he gave a lot. He really impacted the Warriors last year. He it was a big piece of that championship run. Uh, but he don't look the same. He does look slow. He does look bad. Not bad, but he just looks slow. Looks like he's got to figure out how to change his game some. And he sounded really hurt by it. And I was like, hey, come on, man, get over it. Charles, I, I didn't like the comment I saw in that section. It said, don't worry, champ. Charles Barkley got no rings. Man, <laughs> these motherfuckers <laughs> need to shut up, man. Charles Barkley is one of the greatest players to play this fucking game. And they didn't obviously get a chance to see him. They, if they did, they would understand. Charles ain't got no rings because he sucked. Charles ain't got no ring because he had other player, great players around him playing in the league, including Magic and Jordan. Charles Barkley was MVP of the league, great, one of the greatest players I ever seen. No, listen, it's kind of like Kanye's fuck around and find out equation, right? He keeps fucking around and he find out. Like, Charles Barkley was good, but if you would have played no, at his great. highest percentage, he was great. If he would have played at his highest percentage, he would have fucked around and found out about what a championship was. But he Charles Barkley was great. He wasn't good. He was he great. He wasn't deep in the middle. He wasn't shooting threes like they're doing now. He was great. He hit threes. He had game winning threes. He scored inside. He rebounded. He rebounded. He was great for the game he was. For the As he got older, he, he went to Phoenix. Player. He started shooting a lot, a lot of threes. But, yeah, but you also can't talk shit. Like, he, should just... he wasn't talking shit. I, I watched the interview live. He was not talking shit. He was actually just saying. I'm talking about other shit in other commentary, too. Like I feel like He's not qualified to really talk like to champions that way. That's just me. He's qualified to talk basketball more than anybody else I know. He's not qualified he, to talk championships. He, he wasn't talking championships. He's talking basketball. He's saying he looked he looks allowed to talk to champions like that, bro. He wasn't <laughs> talking to champions. He was giving you know what the problem is now? People can't take criticism now. He was criticizing somebody. As a man, you gotta be able to take criticism. I take it. I would live under the laws of Kanye West. I don't talk or listen to no man who makes less money than me. All right. <laughs> that's, that's foolishness. So Charles Barkley could definitely talk to them because he makes a shitload of money too. And he makes less rings than that nigga Clay. So I nah, he he was criticizing as a as an analyst and he was talking. If there's anyone that had, he wasn't talking bullshit or nothing. And it wasn't even that bad. I watched it live. And the, and the way that guy said it was totally out of context. It was not bad. He didn't say it as a way of putting them down. He was saying, like, they got to figure out some other things. Like, Clay's looking slow right now. And they were That's talking a, about the game that he got cooked up by Devin Booker. And yeah. they were talking about why. he would. It wasn't an insult. And this is the problem when people come out and say things like that. It wasn't an insult. Let him watch the clip and let him watch the whole clip and see it for himself. Right? Mm-hmm. It sounded like the reporter was trying to get that reaction out of him. Like, yeah. dude, stop doing that. Charles did exactly what his job was to do. Analyze the game and say what happened. He was getting cooked by Devin Booker. Charles even said he got a lot of respect for, for uh, Devin Booker. got a lot of respect for Clay Thompson. I think they got a lot of respect for each other and this and that, man. It's yeah. not bad. Next week, Jerry, you're going to have to play that clip, okay? I feel like Charles Barkley can talk about basketball, but he can't talk. He can't evaluate talent. He wasn't he evaluating didn't... talent. He just said no, he, exactly he's evaluating what, he, what we all he's... saw. That's not evaluating talent. That's saying, look, no, but he, he looks but slower. But he, he does that. He, he does, does it. And, he does it every time. Uh, TT. Well, I'm sticking to this moment right now. 
where he talked about Clay Thompson. That's what I'm sticking to. I ain't sticking to him saying I'm something. About that. I'm talking talk about that too, but like he could he could say that to Clay Thompson. Like, but he just goes off with people, and that's that's just sort of Charles' thing. Like, he'll just have a random thought, he'll that, just say that's it. what he's that getting paid for. That is what he's getting paid for, Brandon, to say what's on top of his But but that but this was a but Clay Thompson's responding to to something Charles Barkley said about him, though. So he can feel out about it however he wants to. I don't, I don't he like that. Well, he didn't say nothing negative I need, about I need Clay, I need Clay I'm Thompson. Man. Yeah, he did. Be a man. He actually did. Bro. I need, I, need, I, need, I need man to stop being so. And I know this. That, I agree with Pedro. It's just like the soft so age soul, we live in. There's no God. one to say anything about nobody. Clay man. Thompson lost $60 million because what people said about him, about him not getting third-team All-NBA. Like, he... Like what people no, no, say matters lost, to him. He lost $60 million because that's the rules. You don't make third team NBA. And guess what? A lot of people didn't he make it. That six, was close. Let me tell you, you know what? A lot of people didn't make it close. That, that's not a popularity contest. It's not I'm going to tell you why he lost $60 million. Real <laughs> easy. All right, Pedro, I'm going to let you go. Real <laughs> easy. This is why he lost $60 million. When they invited that nigga Kevin Durant to come on their team to dominate. Exactly. But it's not a popularity contest, Brandon. It was That's chosen by the general managers and coaches soon as he got on that plane and the riders and it had nothing to do with popularity it had to do with yes his numbers went down when kevin durant got there he was not 13. here's the clip of what barkley said this team is older ernie that's what's really happening to them they're older that's why i said if you go back go back and look at the finals who was the suit the guys who helped them win it was wiggins and Pooh. Those guys are here now. They are. But I'm saying, that's why I said it's going to be up to those young guys, Kaminga, Moody, Pooh, and uh, Wiseman. Because I think as much as I love Clay, he's slipping. Same thing with Draymond. They're not the same. In the finals, you could see they're not the same guys they was two or three years ago. So when I watched the Warriors play, I says, Oh man, Father Time is knocking on the door on a couple of those guys. They, they, these guys have won four championships. That's like playing two or three extra seasons. They, and they're past 30. You factor in Clay, who's had two major, major surgeries. I think you saw tonight, he's like, this young boy is kicking my ass. Ain't nothing I can do about it. There was a time when Clay Thompson was the best two way guard in the NBA. And he's not the same guy. And that's because of injuries. Now, is he done? No, I don't think he's done. I think he's slowing down and is catching up with him. That's why he's frustrated. I think the same thing with Draymond. I think he's slowing down. You saw in the finals, like, because his game is really dictated on energy. And once you get past 30, you start losing, especially if you're playing deep in the playoffs every year. That's why I said Steph Got a lot more work to do now. Them young guys going to really have to step up. Or this team is not going to win the championship if those young guys don't start carrying the team. Um, and that wasn't that bad. That was not that bad. That was actually Partially fair assessment. I think also mixed in with a nigga who got uh, a, sinus problem, a sinus problem right now. <laughs> uh, two, I still think he is giving a high-level critique. In a That's way. his job. Yeah, he's a basketball it, it, analyst. One of the things I think that would have made a difference, right, is if you're not talking about niggas' health as like a deterrent for their comeback. If you're talking about the injuries, when you say shit like that in public, you're not giving them an opportunity to come back. I think age is like obviously we all know, right? But I think it's not for him to come back. It's like no, Clay wants to, Clay wants to get back to his prime at least as close as he can. Like 
the noise of like someone telling you when you got an injury like that that you can't make it. It's kind of fucked up. It's the realism. You had an injury. I, I think the, you the, are the slow. Age, the thing about age is slowing down. Come that's, back. That's one of Aaron's triggers, man. You can't talk about Charles Barkley. Shaq. No, it's not one of my triggers. It's <laughs> no. just that you got. It's more of an age thing. I think I come from a generation. You just said earlier today. Wow, the world was different in the eighties. People had jobs. People work. Yeah, my sister worked full time almost, and as she was fourteen. The world was different. We could take criticism. We could take someone saying this about. We used to have to walk around with our report cards to get them signed by our teachers in front of you. And some of those teachers gave you a grade. They would say a grade out loud, and you just took it. You had to. That was the way it's the called, world was. Called bullying, man. We existed when it was real bullying. I'll, I'll say. I'll say. Uh, I'll say <laughs> there. There. I'll say there are sometimes overcorrections. Um, in the way you know we're trying to build you know positive mental health and self image and self esteem. And there were some really bad things that happened and and we try to correct them. Sometimes we overcorrect and get too far on the other side of the spectrum where kids get ribbons for just participating all the time. Exactly. But I, I digress. Uh, I think that was a fair assessment of, of Clay. I think it's expected. I don't think it's anything. I don't think it's anything like he was like, he can't do it. He's not gonna be able to it do it. He's just saying, no, but here's, here's the thing. Were... It's it's only out of balance because they're talking about an argument he's having with Devin Booker on the court, and he makes about all these other things. No, he said he's frustrated. No, he said he's he he frustrated, that and that's what happens when you don't have like if somebody's doing doing you up and you have no answers for them, especially in a game where you've been one of the guys who can. He played twenty be, minutes though. Like it, that's the no, thing. Like, but no, no, Brandon, out of the game. So you guys are saying that Charles Barkley was right. being too harsh or not too harsh? That's Brandon my question. Because it sounds like harsh. you guys are saying that he's being too harsh. And I'm like, he's not being harsh. Clay Thompson got got ejected because he wouldn't start stop going at Devin Booker. He got ejected from the game. This is why I'm like talking about this because I want to know like, is this part of Clay's? He's been a lot more vocal recently. Is this part of Clay's like falling off? Also, is that like mentally he's kind of showing his fragility and getting so worked up that he then gets kicked out of the game, and then. You know, you hope he can internalize that, but is he starting to, you know what I'm saying, doubt himself uh, uh, in, in that way? Or is he feeling desperate where he's getting ejected and he's having to say four rings? When any team starts talking about, well, I got these rings down this way, this, that, and the other, it's telling me, okay, well, right now I'm still whooping your ass and it's not looking good moving forward for you. That's what it <laughs> says to me. I don't know about y'all, but that's what it says to me. Yeah, Brandon, 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 can I say this before we speak? Remove your fan hat right now. Just remove your fan hat. I Look, I, and Jared says this. I like Clay. I've always loved Clay. I saw him play as Ricky Year, and I liked him then. I saw him play a little bit at Washington State. Didn't think he was gonna be this good, and I liked him when I went. Ed took me to the game last game of the season, Ricky Year versus San Antonio, and I was like, dude, I like this Clay dude. That's when I looked research and was like, wait, oh shit, this is Michael Thompson son. I like him. I hated Michael Thompson on the Lakers because he was soft. Clay is anything but that. I will never disrespect him. I'll personalize. Jared tell you, he's one of my favorite players. Hell, I drafted the last two years of fantasy and he hasn't played no fucking games for me. I didn't care. I like the dude. He's one of my favorite players. I like to watch him. But I'm just taking my fan hat off and I can tell you this. That was a fair critique. It wasn't anything no. personal. It but it's not about But it's not about my fan hat. Last week we had the same conversation about Russell Westbrook, like where people are sort of he sucks. taking an opportunity to pile on somebody who's really because trying really hard as opposed to calling out the people who are not trying hard. That, if that's trying hard, then he needs to try harder, Brandon, because he sucked. He went 0 for 10 in a game in which he missed for 11. two layups. 0 for 11 in which he missed two layups. No, it's a fair critique, man. We're calling it how we see it. That's fine. Yeah. I don't know why you guys turned so soft lately. It's it's, it's horrible, dude. That's what uh, you play sports. You make the money. Like that's what the money's for. <laughs> 
Guess yeah. what? You know what? I oh, oh man, I don't get a chance to come back. Guess what? That's what the money's for. You make a lot of money no. to take this critique. You pay me a million dollars, you could talk about my mama every day online. That's fine. Just keep my just make sure my paycheck show up on time. I could take this. I can speak about a, one of one of our favorite players, LeBron James. He's a one more player right now. He is the reason why the Lakers are failing. He's one of the many. He wanted yes, Rob Lincoln and LeBron James. <laughs> Rob, yeah. Rob Lincoln, Jimmy yeah. Bussey. Go, yeah, the list is. I'm not gonna blame Jimmy Bussey because I, I think she's cute at her old age, and I would date her. And she wanna fuck with me? Well, then she gonna fuck with see, some see, man, I can't get him to take those fucking goggles off, babe. Can I at least get you to take your fan hat off, friend? Take the shout outs. Segment in the show on where everyone gets a chance to rant, complain, or talk about something that's pissing them off. Or highlight something positive in the world. Cutty Corner shout outs. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. We're burning now. God, if you listen, help. So cold and bleeding now, now, now. I meant what it meant. Gonna let you down. He had sex with my mama. We're broken. Do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? I do have a Cutty Corner shout out. My Cutty Corner shout out goes out to Activision, video game publisher and company. They're the ones that bring us our great game of Call of Duty. This week, Call of Duty came out on Fridays. My Call of Duty weekend, I call it. But the first problem was one, the price. The game went up $10 in price. I, I don't know why it went up $10 in price. I think video games still seem to be around the same price. But for some reason, this was $10 more. I went out and bought the disc because I'm an old man. I didn't buy it digitally. And I knew I was, it's Call of Duty. It's a big game. It's still going to have a few I got to download. It's going to have a, like some, at least 50 gigs I got to download. It downloaded 150 plus gigs. Apparently, the disc only had 70 megabytes worth of info on. 70 megabytes. Do even tape cassettes have to hold more info than, than 70 megabyte, megabytes. Why not tell us that before it came out? Then I wouldn't waste my time driving up to Target to buy the damn disc. Take time on my dad, pay more money on gas. I didn't save any money doing that. So then after I sat there and waited for three and a half hours for the shit to finish downloading, I uh, didn't play my first game until I was in my Zoom meeting I was supposed to be on. That was when my first game of Call of Duty came. The price is first complaint, the download second. My third complaint about the game was I had to click more boxes than I ever had to click before for anything, a phone, a computer, anything. You know how you go through the user agreements and you have all the privacy laws you have to click, understand, you know, you just scroll and click. But for some reason, this one had more than any of them I ever seen before. But what really pissed me off was the very last three boxes I had checked. Three boxes that I had to read through. And there's these ones weren't long enough. You have to like highlight each one to show that you read it and then click on it. There were three small ones that had to do with respecting other people for their differences, their race, their gender, their sexuality, all that. After clicking all those boxes, apparently, once you click those boxes, you 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 must get on and, and call the first black person you're playing with a nigger because that's the pair. Obviously, they didn't write that. I wish they would have just came out and said that and think, hey, you know what? This, this, this We got a special box. 
that you check on. If you check on that, it's okay to call the first black person you hear a nigga. He says it every morning. He calls me nigga. He calls the other kids nigga. He calls himself nigga all the time. Nigga this, nigga that. Nigga, please. Bitch nigga. Nigga, have you lost your mind? Nigga, check that hoe. Nigga, you bullshitting. Break yourself, nigga. He says it so much, I don't even notice it anymore. Last week in lunch, Riley says to a classmate, can a nigga borrow a french fry? And my first thought wasn't, oh my god, he said the word, uh, the n-word. It was, now how is a nigga gonna borrow a fry? Nigga, is you gonna give it back? So that's my cutting corner shout out, Activision, Call of Duty. Also fix the shit, it's very buggy for me to have to download all this shit. We raided yesterday, we only played like five games online last night because it took forever to throw us in the game. Kept having to hop out and hop back on somebody else and then they had to try. And then I hopped in with Pedro and this dumbass don't know how to do anything. His, oh, excuse me, not his dumbass, his old ass don't know how to do anything. <laughs> so we ended up playing a game mode that we all didn't want to play, but we're like, we can't hop out because the shit might not work if we hop out. Like, God damn it. The interface sucks. No, the interface is actually fine. The interface is fine. He just don't know how to fucking do it. <laughs> I like the interface, Jared. The interface is great compared to other games. I'll show you like some the interface. I don't like the tiles that you pick through. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'll show you some bad press, interface. Press a button. Press the R3. Press the, uh, it's press the start or the select button. I'm like, I never use these buttons. FIFA interface isn't that great. I'm fine with the Call of Duty user interface. You were looking for a nigga? Nigga here now. Okay. Oh, I must be, it must be time for Call of Duty. Pedro, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? I do, and I got confused here because uh, I heard this week that Elon Musk was, I guess, taking over Twitter. And during that, during that time, uh, General Motors said, hey, we're just going to pull our advertising off there. Well, you idiots. General Motors, again, is getting another Cutty Corner shout out. What's wrong with competition? I, I leave my I leave my ads on there unless it, unless Elon Musk said, "Oh, I'm just gonna wipe all your ads off of here." No, you leave them up there. You're in a time where you need to get as much information out with the chip shortage, and now with people not having the money to actually buy your vehicles, your overpriced piece of crap vehicles. And I'm a General Motors guy. I've been a General Motors guy at first. I I switched over to Mopar. Because they actually make cars for men, and General Motors doesn't anymore. They make punk ass cars for uh, a damn the LBGQ community, and also men that don't have testicles. I would rather buy an electric car from Tesla because at least you can get to all their safety features. Although they crash you into a wall into in into emergency uh, vehicles. You know what, Pedro? That showed me you don't know anybody from the LGBTQ community because you, if you knew them, you knew they drive more Subarus than General Su Motors cars. Subaru, yeah, no, I'm, I'm teasing. Subarus and Priuses. Brandon, do you have a cutty corner shout out? <laughs> Real quick one. So the United States Supreme Court will be hearing, or will be hearing a case this week that will may set a new precedent for how we deal with affirmative action. And so generally, the gist of it basically is, are they going to interpret the Constitution as a colorblind document, not taking into account anyone's race, ethnicity, gender, right? And trust the people in government to make laws and not and restrict people from making laws based on those things. 
or they're going to interpret it as a racially and gender conscious document that allow people to <laughs> take those things in consideration or make a decision to increase diversity. And thanks to uh, your voting or not voting, we have a lot of Republicans or right-leaning <laughs> justices on the court now. What that ultimately means for us potentially mean that to include diversity will not be like your race will not be a factor or your gender won't be a factor when evaluating applicants for jobs, college admissions. You won't be able to take those factors into to play to admit somebody or decline somebody. Doesn't they do anything for housing or anything like that? But at the same time, like constitutionally, will not be able to taken into consideration like hey we're trying to increase diversity for women so let's make some initiatives to make more women <laughs> or or make some more or make some more strides or make more effort to get more women in here like no like we're going to take the people who applied for the job um my second one is hey man i just want to know as somebody who's worked in mental health care like what grace do people with mental illness get right because we can't call kanye west crazy but then hold him accountable as <laughs> somebody who knows what the fuck he's doing. Like it can't, I feel like it can't be both things, but somehow we got to this place where everybody can say Kanye is crazy. He needs to be on medication, but then also we're going to keep him accountable in the same way we would somebody who, who doesn't have any real diagnosis or we just assume is being an asshole. Not to say Kanye is not an asshole because he's proved that again again and again but i think the same people who are calling him out trying to cancel him they have people in their communities who have had mental episodes and they want to show empathy to those people we want to send social workers to 911 calls because we want to show empathy to people but you see somebody who's famous and we take away their humanity because they're rich and say okay we can't show them empathy we can't say hey this is a teachable moment for them you can't teach you talking about mm -hmm. jewish people Anyway, it's a weird time. Man. I just want to, I, I just somehow I would just want to teleport 10 years from now when we figure all this shit out and just be like, okay, what are the rules? All right, let me just go along with that because it's just really confusing for me right now about what I should fucking care about or which way I should really think about this. Um, especially with something like that where somebody who's such a lightning rod as, as Kanye is, but really how, what does that mean in our day to day life? Right. Because that's somebody going crazy at, outside the gas station the other day. Like, is that person in need of mental help? Should we throw him under the jail because he's, you know, throwing trash at people who are trying to get their gas? Like, what is, like, what are we really thinking about when it comes to mental health and what is, yeah, how do we keep, how do we hold people accountable when we don't know much about them? But anyway, that's what kind of corner shout outs, man. It's a lot to think about. It's a heavy week. Yeah, I still don't understand why people follow this. I think they give too much into this Kanye thing. Obviously, C's got issues, and everybody's trying to make a balance of, oh, man, he's speaking that truth. He's, he's talking that truth. Oh, he's speaking that fast right here. The president of the United States does not have meetings with Elon Musk. Hmm. That is fucking, hey, here, come, 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 come get me. That's fucking retarded. Adonis, do you have a cutting okay. corner shout out? Man, shit, I can't say nothing, man. After listening to that nigga, Kanye, <laughs> god damn. My cutting corner shout out goes to whoever is friends with Kanye West right now. All right. If you Actually, even had that nigga, if you ever even met this nigga, you are the scum of the earth. I mean, he has nobody to just say, hey, man, go, nigga, go eat some ice cream, nigga, chill. Like, 
There's nobody. Go, go put on some clean clothes. Act like you ain't been yeah, painting man. all day. Hey, nigga, when have you taken a shower, my nigga? Like, go shower somewhere. Like, what is going on? You're, you're, you guys are letting him get on private jets to fly around with no one saying, hey, my nigga, won't you chill? Like, somebody, anybody just needs to, like, be there anywhere. I mean, you don't even have to say much. You could get fired at this point. Like, I mean, he's like, going down in the dumps. Like, just go against what he's saying. Maybe for like five minutes, it might help. I don't know. All I know is he is going down and he needs a support system. And his all support system, you need to get thrown in the trash. Well, Darius, I agree with you, my brother. But Kanye uh, reportedly responded to all his friends, trying to his real ones, trying to calm him down by saying, That's fucking retarded. <laughs> You just, it sounded like Jared was part of that support system that he got now, Jared. Uh, yeah. Probably was. Jared, Jared, you know what? Jared treats me like I'm one of Kanye's friends. So this is a, lot of a lot of parallels to this. That's fucking retarded. I thought he was going to make Jared your cutting corner shout out after that trade. <laughs> no, I don't want to give him that. You know, Aaron, Aaron, he explained a couple things. I'm, I'll make this clear because Jared loves... Public affection for himself. He can't take public affection. <laughs> He's basically Clay Thompson right now. So I guess I have to like Clay Thompson. And he only takes like public, like endearing notes and affection. So I will say, Jared did explain what happened in the trade. This week there was a trade mishap in our fantasy league. Uh, I accused Jared of confirming the trade once my player was, or once his player was deemed injured, he confirmed the trade and passed his player to me. Uh, that is a false narrative. I made that up because of the timing of my Google or my Yahoo notifications. It said that Jared had completed the trade on like a Wednesday morning, but truth is Jared had accepted the trade the day before, and it takes 24 hours to go through. So um, he accepted the trade before the player was deemed injured. That is true, and there's nothing I can really do about that. Um, I made the stupid-ass trade because I was pressured into it because Jared <laughs> needed some incentive. Listen, Jared needed some incentive for what I did with my Chris Middleton trade, y'all. So I know y'all didn't hear that. I know Jared ain't talking about that, but Jared said, for me to do this trade, you're going to have to do something nice for me. What you going to do for me? What you going to give me? What you going to do for me? I, I, I asked for that. Hold on, shut up, Jared. Shut your bitch ass up. Not Damn. for the commissioner. I'm talking about for Jared Sanders. That's what he said. For me, Jared Sanders, what are you going to do? Not the commissioner, not send uh, uh, the commissioner a cake or a pie. He said, for me, Jared Sanders, I need moves for my team. So selfish bitch-ass nigga Jared Sanders. The commissioner's a pretty good guy, though. So that's all I'm saying. That's my kind of question. Hey, man, I heard all you had to do was give up the Clementes. It was all good. Come on, man. He trying to get again, some again, Jared Sanders is a bitch, but the commissioner is a bitch. He's trying to get Clementes on. The an okay guy. All right. Jared is right. a fucking fool. Oh, yeah, play that sound bite. Play that sound bite because you know what this is? That's fucking retarded. Exactly. Looks, Thank you, Kanye. It, it, My Cutty Corner shout out goes out to the world. Hey, man, it's uh, voting season. Uh, let's get out there and vote. November 8th is upon us. It's coming up quick and uh, midterm elections. So it's really important. Uh, my Cutty Corner shout out somewhat goes out to myself because I like to think of myself as somebody who's woke enough not, just not to vote with the party. But 
man, there's too many people to vote for in these goddamn midterm elections. You got the municipality water source person. You got the city council member. I said, man, I ain't got time to research these motherfuckers. What do you guys lean towards? Okay, you get my vote. And I do feel bad that I did that. But at the same time, I ain't got time to learn all these motherfuckers who are deciding the school district or the 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 the, the watershed or are going to be in charge of the city controller. I don't know. I don't know enough about that. So I guess my cutting quarter shout out also goes out to to the information being out there or to to civics teachers teaching kids about the important functions of all these things that we got to vote for in these midterm elections other than the big senate seats and congress seats and the presidents and stuff like that so uh yeah fuck education for not helping me understand what all these people got to do and then also the vague ass nature of all the way they describe the laws and everything on the on the vote ballots you know all that shit they said this is a referendum for a 2020 law yes means that you're okay with the referendum no means that you are against the referendum to change some law and i was like man i'm not sure what to vote for i'm confused is this going to help us uh, uh impact big tobacco is this gonna go against big is it gonna go against the people like what it was this gonna do i don't know it was a referendum against the previous law so i was confused that's fucking retarded but get out and vote okay don't be afraid to get out and vote vote with your heart and uh, make sure that you vote people that will represent the majority or more people than less people because that's really what's coming down to we get into a time where it's people who want to represent some people and and then there's some people who want to represent everybody to a fault at times that's but we need to we retarded. need to continue to ex- extend avenues of representation and 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 inclusion into our society if we really want to make this a non-colorblind society and also my cut a quarter shout out goes to the fox <clears> news <throat> for, for for talking about Democrats politicizing crime to the point where, and then blaming, or and the Democrats for Paul Pelosi getting beaten up by by uh, by somebody who broke into his house. No, no, Republican Party, y'all about law and order. Y'all talking about support the police. Somebody does a violent crime, there isn't. Well, let's try and figure out a way around it. That's how y'all. That's how you could tell that there are some crazy motherfuckers in politics. These motherfuckers is insane. Or these people on Fox News. How you gonna turn that into blaming? That's victim blaming. The next time you get in trouble. Call a crackhead. No, that's just that that person needs to go to jail. And yes, there's a chaos theory, but you know, well, what, yes. what if it's a Jesse Smollett situation? If it is Jesse Smollett, then, then you don't write a check mm-hmm. for a crime. Mm-hmm. You don't write it. You don't create a paper trail for and and, and 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 have the fools not know how to properly hate crime you. You at least have them practice <laughs> doing a real hate crime on you. That's fucking retarded. Okay, and you take the noose off when you go into headquarters. You don't sit there and keep wearing the motherfucking thing that somebody apparently just tried to kill you with. It's like, shit, it's like, no, bro, you take that off. That's traumatic. Why would you be like, I'm wearing it here so they know what really happened to me? <laughs> he, was on, he thought he was on the set of Empire. <laughs> yeah, he thought he... Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um... All right, well, just get out and vote, though. Vote and, you know, exercise your right. Um, exercise the right that was fought for you for you by different people in the past. This country was formed for the people to have a right to vote, you know, not be under some, you know, uh, monarch or some king, queen, and dictatorship, you know. So um, exercise the one, one of the things that is part of the facade of our democracy, at least. Come on now. All right, guys, that's about it. All right, niggas. Well, you did. You brought up the queen, and somehow she made it back on the show. Somehow, man. That's fucking retarded. This one hard.
And I told you, I have the same perspective every time. And then what you would say, I'll break this down. So when you got your catalytic converter almost cut off, right? And I said, hey, hey, shit hey, hey, Eric, you should, you should respond like you should. I, I talked about that. I said, hey, Eric, you should, you should respond like this. Talk it to the game. I'm being real. I, I don't I'm think saying, you knew the I, whole I, story because you I said, like, hey, I, you should I respond like this. We can't critique how Clay responds about him, quote unquote, being soft. By the way, he responds. He can respond how he wants to respond. And if everybody has the same space to respond however they want to, then you got to give them that space. I'm part of. No, you got to give them that space. But you didn't know the whole story. You said, you said, you you made a scene. You're like, man, I wouldn't run out there. Somebody still, I wasn't running out there. I was going to fucking my job that I worked for and earned my fucking money, not stealing it from somebody else. There's a difference. Charles Barkley has a job. Clay Thompson has a job. Somebody was trying to steal my fucking job away from me, trying to steal money out of my pocket to put it into theirs. That's a difference. You talk about chalk to the game. That shit you tell people that's in the dope game, right? Yeah, if I'm a drug dealer, hey man, they robbed my shipment. Okay, chalk to the game. I'm a drug dealer. Hey man, they man, they shot my dog, man, when they was trying to, you know, rob us. That chalk hey, to man. the game. Hey, no, man. my game is fucking kids and sports podcasting and comedy. All, all not cannabis perfect. there. Yeah. <laughs> See, you got it all riled up. Let's make limited. All I'm saying Let's is if you, if, you, if you could choose how you do respond in situations, Clay has the opportunity to respond in situations I, however he wants to. Yeah. And he can take it personally. He can be soft about it. He can quote unquote be soft about it. I'm more mad that you guys are being more soft than Clay about it. I don't know. At least he's trying to use it as motivation it's, and fuel. You guys over here defending him. You you trying to hand him a participation ribbon ribbon. Oh man, that's kind of fucked up that Clay got his feelings hurt, man. Nah, I'm more I'm more upset that you guys being soft about it. it it's more empathy for somebody who's working really hard to like, something. I feel like I need to be like, anyway, I, I need to be I, like I Stephen A words. when he was talking about LeBron back in the day. Man, motherfucker, the Tin Man when he said nigga on the show by accident. The t- he's the Tin Man. Nigga, the problem is LeBron. And the only championship you get to look at in any sport is LeBron. And now he erased a 52-year-old curse on the city and the local areas for half a century. Like, I mean, I, that nigga, look, man. Nigga, <laughs> please. I think it's fair for Clay to respond any, anyway, and, and I think Clay's earned the benefit of the doubt from, from most fans that, like, like if he's not playing up to par, you know he's working to get better, and you're not going to doubt his work ethic. And so I think that's what he's definitely earned. So I don't think fans are booing him off the you know court or anything like that, but but it is just telling when a player, you know what I'm saying, kind of breaks, like who's always been so stoic, has always been such just like a, a mild personality, to show that much personality and be that fiery and it's like I, this has never been Clay's game. This has never been Clay's demeanor or personality to get ejected from a game like that. I think he's got ejected a couple other times, but like here he's getting cooked. He's he's going at Devin Booker. He's mad. He's getting in Devin Booker's face. He gets ejected, and then he starts talking about the rings. And then he has this kind of response to being hearing about the critique of his you know game falling off potentially, and so it just it worries me. I hope. I hope that Clay can get back to stoic Clay, that stoicism and that just that dead, you know, uh, uh, focus that he seemed to always have. Stop going on podcasts. He went on all the smoke podcasts, telling all these stories. You know what I'm saying? It looked like it was kind of funny and interesting. But at the same time, it's like you you really enjoying the spotlight, which is good. You've earned it. But at the same time, if you really want to get back to your game and be back on your game, let's, we don't need your personality. That's not what got you here, player. What got you here is the fact that you was like a machine on the court. Now, be a person, all that stuff, be celebratory, Clay. But like it, within these walls and within these lines, what has gotten you here and made you the player that you are, that everyone respects and gives you the benefit of the doubt is 
is this. And right now, your character, you're acting out of character. That's all. That's all. That's my that's my perception on it um, from what I'm seeing. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Where are you going? Let's rewrite it. Jackson Jackson can't cry. That's okay. what's going down. You know what, Kirk? I'm ready to do the scene. Hey, what I'm scene? The scene is about emotionality. Where is it? Uh, now it's time to flip the script. Kirk, you know, until Chinese New Year, wait for my man to cry. <laughs>